You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Entertainment Network. The views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views, opinions, or philosophies of the PFC Entertainment Network or any of the affiliates that make this show possible. This show has also been rated M for mature audiences only. Welcome to the Heat Vent. I am your host. I am the pretty boy redneck, a Levi Blue. This is a Get Off My Lawn podcast. If you don't like what the hell I have to say, well, you know what you can do. You can just get the hell off my lawn. Ladies and gentlemen, last week I had probably one of the more controversial episodes drop. And this week is going to be no different. Okay. Um, All right. So I'm going to start off with a bit of a bummer. Um, I'm going to read this. I posted this up a little while ago. I'm going to read this. Um, My aunt was diagnosed with small cell metastatic lung cancer on February 9th, 2023. Since then, for her and my cousins, it was a whirlwind of chemo, radiation, hospital stays, home nursing, confusion, pain, despair, hope, and love. Always love. Very sadly and mercifully, her fight ended April 6th of 2023. My cousin Jennifer gave birth to her precious baby boy, Nathan Christopher, one day before her passing on April 5th. My aunt waited as long as she possibly could. She wanted to hold baby Nathan in her arms, something horrible. When she knew that Nathan was born and that my cousin Jennifer and Nathan were okay, she passed peacefully the next day. She literally proved to be one of the toughest women I have ever known. I love you, Aunt Chris, and I'll see you again one day. My Aunt Chris was the type of person, she didn't have a Facebook, she didn't have social media. Matter of fact, she detested anything that had to do with any type of modern convenience. Towards the end of her passing, she got to see my mother via FaceTime, and that's how they chatted because my mom lives in Alabama, and my Aunt Chris lived up here in Berkeley, Michigan. This isn't what this is about, but I just wanted to go on here and read that and talk about, well, it's going to kind of delve what we're going to get into here. And I, I don't want to talk directly about what's happening, but I kind of got to to get this episode off the ground. I don't talk about religion. I don't. There's a reason for that. 
Ever since I was younger, I've had horrible experiences with the church. Uh, I won't go into many details about visiting Mormon missionaries that would come to the house. And I, I really don't want to get into that. Um, when we got older, I got together with my wife. And we decided it would be a good thing to start going to church. And I went to a Pentecostal church with my wife because, you know, she uh, wanted to go check it out. And for me, it was a little strange. People running around, dancing around, flip-flopping around, speaking in tongues. But who am I to judge? That was their house. That was, that was their place to worship. That was the way they worshiped. I, myself, I didn't feel comfortable and made a swift exit from that church. Later on down the line, we went to a place called Lighthouse Baptist Church. And I'm more than happy to give the directions there. It's up on Fenton Road in Flint, Michigan. And at that point in time, my wife and I thought that we found a place that we could call home, a place that we would be able to worship and uh, praise God. So we went there a few times and uh, we enjoyed it. Uh, we were struggling financially. I just bought our new home, had a couple babies, uh, getting close to filing bankruptcy. But, you know, we, we figured that if we uh, went to church and did our best to praise the Lord, that, you know, good things would come to us. Well, <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, we, we were going there, I don't know, three, four weeks, and... Uh, I can't remember the preacher's name. My wife might be able to. And uh, he called us into his office before church one day because uh, I had no problem going in. You know, if something needed to be set up, something needed to be done, you know, I would do it. And uh, I thought this conversation was very, very odd. And he says to us, he says, uh, I, I can't help but to notice that you, uh, you guys don't give regularly to the tithe. I said, well, Father so-and-so, I forget his name. Uh, you know, we're, we're just really starting out. We're having some financial difficulties, but we're doing the best we can. Well, you know, whatever you give to the Lord, you'll, you'll get back tenfold. I says, well, I says, I'd like to be able to give the Lord even just a dollar. I says, but I'm driving from here all the way to Macomb Township to work every day. We're barely making it as it is. I have to use the uh, credit card to buy the baby's diapers. I have, you know, we're, buy groceries using a credit card. Well, you know, uh, some of the other parishioners are noticing this, and this is why they came to me, and this is why I'm coming to you. And I said, well, sir, I says, uh, you know, I know you guys are getting ready to put new pews in here, and there's always lawn work to be done. I'm more than happy to you know, help out with any of that. I says, I'm not very construction savvy, but I will do the best that I can do. And he wasn't happy with that answer, but we went to service that day. And I kid you not, hand to God, and I'm not using that as a pun. He started his sermon and he was talking about the family vacation that he took with his fam uh, family up to Sleeping Bear Dunes. 
and how they took his new truck and motorcycles up there, and they were just happy to be in the house of the Lord. So, you're looking for me to give to a tithe, but you're going on a family vacation, okay, to Sleeping Bear Dunes, in your brand new truck, with your brand new motorcycles, on that brand new trailer. And you're telling me, you want me to scrape the bottom of the barrel to give to the Lord. Now, am I giving to the Lord or am I giving to you? Needless to say, we uh, never went back to that church after that day. So then we decided to go check out this other place. And I'll go ahead and I'll tell you where that's at. The River Church down on uh, East Holly Road. And I go walking into this <laughs> church. And uh, it's not a church, man. It is a full-on, like, the the best way to put it is like an arena. Like, like a, I mean, they had two sets of drums behind glass and electric guitars and laser lights and TV cameras. And when I, when I say TV cameras, I don't mean little handheld Sony, you know, digicams. I'm talking about full-on TV studio on these rolling... Uh, like tripods and they had their own cable station and it wasn't a church. It was a full of rock and roll hula boo uh, production and stage show. And to me, it reminded me of like Steve Martin and leap of faith. Uh, I kind of admit though, we, we went back there for a, a Easter service and they put on a production of, uh, Oh, what the hell was it? Uh, so, something about Christ, some Christ production. And man, I'm telling you what, it, it rivaled any Broadway show that you've ever been to. It was crazy. I can't afford a church like that. Man, I was looking for the days of the churches where you sat in the pews. You had, you were lucky if you had to fold down uh, things to kneel on so you can, you know, pray. Uh, the one thing I hated in church was singing hymns, man, because I didn't know the words to those things. You would have put a, you know, Michael Jackson song in the hymn and all, well, I probably would have knocked that out of the park. So my views on church and religion are pretty, uh, pretty skewed. <sighs> my aunt passes away and my cousins want me to read. They want me to read Bible passages. I'm going to do it only because it's for my aunt. But I'm going to put this out there to you. Uh, I'm an ordained minister through the Universal Life Church. And I have rules when I do weddings. Number one, I will not do a wedding in a church. Number two, I will not read passages from the Bible. And number three, at the meal, at the reception, I will not give prayer. Because I am not a religious person. And if there's a God up there, I don't want to be stepping on anybody's toes. Uh, they want me to read Bible passages at my aunt's funeral. To say I have a little bit of a problem with that would be an understatement. But because it is my aunt and she was a consummate churchgoer and my family asked me to do that, 
It's not going to contradict my beliefs. So I'm more than happy to read a passage from a book that I believe a human being created. See, here's where the controversy begins. I do not believe in a scripture where a person's God is so demanding, is so judgmental, that if you do not bow to his feet, if you do not dress in your best clothes every Sunday, if you do not worship in his name, you are going to burn in eternal hellfire. In the Bible, if you got a tattoo, you are any type of body modification, you are going to hell. You are going to burn in hell for all of eternity. I don't believe that God wiped out the earth because of Sodom and Gomorrah and had Moses build an ark to, you know, put two of every animal on the ark. I, I don't believe it because how can God be so vengeful that he uses blackmail to instill fear into your young in order to worship him? I don't know. Maybe I'm getting off subject there. Maybe I am getting a little too controversial. See, my problem is of church. I don't believe church is on the up and up. I'm not saying all churches. Hell, and as I record this, I have a cousin named Kenny who is a minister. And he has gone to foreign countries to give the word of God. And him and I have gotten into discussions about my belief in God. See, I don't believe God is the type of person who expects you to worship him every Sunday. I believe God is this omnipotent being who, when you wake up in the morning, thanks be to God. When you walk outside and the sun is shining and the birds are singing, and you feel good, that's God. I don't believe God is talking through a guy who was driving in a brand new Chevy Silverado 4x4 with two Yamaha YZ125s on the back of a trailer. Who I think God is, I think God is the creator who wants you to live the best life you can while you're on earth. I think this is just a test to see how you are, to see where you go in the next life. I'm sorry, this sounds like a preachy sermon, but I, I just wanted to get this out because these are things I've been thinking about for the last two weeks. You know, a lot of people could blame God for what happened to my aunt. I don't agree with that. I believe the 30 years of smoking is what gave her the lung cancer. I believe the things that she was told was bad for her that she continued to do was a thing that had the adverse effect on her health and on her life. 
You can't blame God for that. I know you'd like to. But you guys can't. Aunt Chris was the strongest woman I know because she was able to survive long enough to see her new grandchild being born. And when she knew that her grandchild was safe and her daughter was safe, she slipped away peacefully. I guess where I was going originally with this podcast was if a person doesn't believe in what you believe, you shouldn't expect them to twist, turn, and conform and adhere to the rules and regulations of your religion. I don't believe in organized religion. I am not going to believe those words as I read them to my aunt. Those aren't my words. Those are some other individual's words who, in my opinion, fabricated this entire story in order for their congregation to pay them to organize a religion much like the mafia. I know, controversy, right? Churches don't have to pay taxes. Churches bring in more money to more businesses. It's shown me that by walking into the River Church and seeing this huge, impressive musical venue. But yet we got people in town who are sleeping in public bathrooms. So you're telling me the man behind the pew who speaks the word of God doesn't have enough sense of decency to give that person sleeping in the public bathroom a hand up, give him a room in this magnificent palace of a church to help them get on their feet? Isn't that what the house of God should be? And you're going to put yourself up behind this pew, on this riser, above me, like you are more special than me, and preach to me about how evil I am and how I have to give my soul to the God, or I am going to burn in eternal hellfire. It sounds like blackmail to me. I'm probably going to lose a lot of listeners because of this episode. I can't apologize for it. Here's, here's the cold hard facts, ladies and gentlemen, about me. And this is me personally. And judge me if you want to, okay? I believe in a God. I believe there's a creator. I don't believe that creator created a book to instill fear into our children. And if you don't think the Bible instills fear into your children... Maybe you haven't read the Bible. I'll be honest with you. I've just pretty much read the Cliff Notes version of the Bible. I mean, it's full of murder, sex, mayhem. Should be my kind of read, but it's not. The gist of it is, 
in my opinion, is blackmail. Now, I'm not trying to swerve you if you're a believer. But every day I go out and I notice little things. And my wife will tell you this. If the sky's blue, I'll look at the little clouds. In the springtime, one of my favorite things to do is watch the buds grow on trees. I love to watch birds lay eggs. Those eggs open and create hatchlings. And I love to watch those baby birds grow and fly and take off. And watch the process start all over again. That to me is God. That to me is the creator. God is not the cause for the world's problems. You can blame it on him because it's real easy for you to blame it on him. Because he's not here to defend himself. But it's us, ladies and gentlemen. We have free will. God gave us free will. God doesn't control us. There isn't a Nintendo controller coming out of my ass. And God is pushing all the buttons. It's up to me what I do. It was up to me to create this podcast. Was it written on some tablet that I was going to do this podcast? I don't think so. You can judge me all you want. And if I'm wrong and I go up to the pearly gates and there's God and he admonishes me for not going to church, for not wearing my Sunday best to to go to church, to fall at his feet, to worship him. If he tells me I'm going to hell because of that, then I was actually right all along. I know this is a far cry from my normal podcasts, but this is a way for me to vent to get out my frustrations. I mean, it is called the heat vent. There's vent in that title. And quite frankly, this is a get off my lawn podcast. If you don't like what the hell I got to say, get the hell off my lawn. It's not going to hurt my feelings if you stop this podcast. It's really not. Uh, I appreciate and love all my listeners. And uh, I would love to hear if you agree with me or not. I don't want to get into a theological debate. But fact of the matter is, is this is how I feel. Uh, It's not up to you to make fun of me for the way I feel. It's not up to you to admonish me for the way I feel. This is the way I feel. And if you're a Christian, then there's only one person that could judge me for my views and beliefs, and he's upstairs. And later on down the line, I'm not going to ask for forgiveness for my views. Hell, I've, I've spoken my views to my mom like this before. She wasn't happy with me. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm also the type of person who I will not knock on your door and force my views down your throat. There is that stop button. Go ahead and hit it. But maybe, maybe I'm just making a little sense to you. Because it seems like there's an awful lot of bad things happening within the church. 
an awful lot of people suing a lot of people in church. Just putting it out there. But if you go out and you enjoy the day, you go out there and you breathe the fresh air, you go out and enjoy the little things. Take a rest under a tree. Put your hands behind your head. Look up at the clouds. Remember your loved ones. Remember your childhood. Think of the things that you used to do. Appreciate life. Because in my opinion, that is God's church. You don't have to be sitting at a pew. You don't have to be kneeled down at someone's feet. You don't have to be eating that stale bread. And you don't have to be drinking that nasty wine. You can appreciate God any day in your own way. It doesn't have to be each day. It's about the little things. It's about those blessings. My kids are a blessing. My friends are a blessing. My wife is my biggest blessing. Yes, somebody created those things for me. I appreciate them. I love them. That's what church is to me. And again, this has been the Heat Vent, the Get Off My Lawn podcast. If you don't like what the hell I got to say, you can get the hell off my lawn. Now this episode is going to drop after through the power trip and through the 90s party. So I appreciate you joining us. I want you to go out, as Jason Klaus would say, be awesome to one another. Check out all the shows on the PFC Entertainment Network. I am your host of the Heat Vent, the pretty boy redneck Levi Blue. And I might have a new catchphrase from now on. Just go out, appreciate life, and enjoy the little things. And I love you, Aunt Chris. I'll see you on the other side one day.